Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Pamela Wilson, a coach for online coaches. Pamela is the former executive VP of educational content at Copyblogger and author of the Master Content series of books. By using her five-step framework, Pamela helps her clients refine their offers and narrow down their target market so that they can scale their coaching businesses to the next level. Today, she shares that framework with you and helps you level up in terms of, you know, just creating that great, massive, high-ticket offer. So this is going to be a great discussion today. Pamela, thank you so much for joining me, and welcome to the show. I am so excited. I've been looking forward to this conversation and, and just meeting you, Jeff. So thank you for inviting me on. It's going to be amazing. So we have heard a lot about Cop uh, Copy Blogger over the years. It's one of the premier. It's one of the premier sites for getting content written and uh, you know an education on how to write amazing copy for your online businesses, right? You've also been a podcast host for a little bit, so you've had a pretty storied. You've had a pretty storied background. Can you take us back a little bit, uh, but and just tell us who you are and how you became so awesome? <laughs> Thank you. It's interesting because I started out with a service-based business with a marketing and design studio. So I come from that end of the marketing world, kind of the visual side of things. And I loved it. I did it for about 20 years, serving clients and, you know, kind of helping people one-on-one. -on -one. And I decided at the end of those 20 years that I needed something a little bit different. So about it's actually been about 12 years now that I've been in the online space. And something really interesting happened when I started my online business. I came from having this offline business. I was always one of the more expensive options when I would bid on jobs. Like people would say, well, you're expensive, but we can tell you're worth it. And so we'll, we'll pay your fees. So I came from that mindset, like my work is good. I'm going to charge for it. And you know, it doesn't matter if I have fewer clients, I, they're going to pay me better. I go into the online space and suddenly I'm hearing all these messages about how I need to take my expertise and if I want to package it up and sell it online, I need to sell it for $95, right? I need to make it really accessible and I need to make it easy for people to buy and, and price it at a low price and then just sell a whole bunch of whatever I put together. So I was getting a lot of messages about sell for a low price, but sell in volume. And I went along with that for a while and started to realize that it doesn't make a lot of sense. When I was with Copyblogger, I was in charge of educational content for that business. And I was coaching a lot of their members 
community members and a lot of them were getting stuck on that that piece of things as well they would build an audience like you have for example and then they couldn't figure out how to actually make money from the audience that they had built right and when they hear these messages about building inexpensive offers it it gets very confusing because as you know you can't just like conjure up a huge audience and a huge volume of people to sell to. You know, what's interesting is that there, while I have heard that train of thought, you know, it needs to be accessible. It needs to be, you know, you need to somehow uh, use a tripwire to get them in, right? You know, where you sell like a, like an ebook for $9.99 and see what happens. And then from there, try to upsell them, you know, basically bring people up your ascension ladder so that you can sell them, you know, bigger packages and things like that. What point did you feel that that selling a prepackaged product, right, $9, $99, what have you, was not worth your time, even if you were able to distribute it easily, it didn't cost you any extra work, whether you sold one or whether you sold a thousand, like, how come you had that mind shift where, where you're like, you know something, I don't have time for this $99 stuff. I really want to work on the, on the 10,000 and up you know, offer range? Like, how did that come about? Yeah. You know, here's the thing about that. Even when your offer is inexpensive, you still have customer service. You still have to maintain the content. You still have to market it. So all of those things that you you have to do for a lower value offer, you still have to do them. And if you sell a higher value offer, you have to do them for one one thing. And you have to, you know, do customer service and provide and deliver the result to one person instead of, you know, however many you have to when your offer is a lower value. So that's what I realized that I needed to sort of go back to my original approach to business, which was, I don't care if I'm the more expensive option, I want to work with people who want to work with me. And because, you know, one thing, I don't know if you mentioned this, but one thing that's really important about my business is that I serve people in mid-career, not necessarily coaches, by the way, people in mid-career, some are coaches, some have courses, some are service providers, some are people like you who've built an audience, um, a podcast audience or a YouTube audience. But the big thing that unites them is that they're in mid-career which is kind of a euphemism for midlife as well, right? They are people who have genuine expertise. They are not beginners. They're not newbies. They know their stuff and they deserve to be well paid, which is why I get really agitated like I am now when I think about it, because people who have genuine expertise shouldn't be packaging it up and selling it for $99. You know, what's interesting about that is that I am a big proponent of, uh, you know, get paid what you're worth. Right. And, you know, it's like anyone can put that, oh, I'm worth $50 an hour. I'm worth $100 an hour or my lawyer who's worth $400 an hour, you know, whatever that is. At the end of the day, you know, you're working hours for dollars. Right. And that's not, you know, there's only so much of you that you can do with that. You know, you really need to figure out how you're going to be able to serve so many more people than just the one person that you have on the call, you know, for that hour. It's a fantastic example because when you really think that through, let's say that you do have a service-based business and you are charging by the hour, 
as you get better at what you do, you also get faster. That's just a natural result of getting better at what you do. You get faster. So what you get, you charge less because you're better and you deliver the result faster, but you're getting paid less. So it just doesn't make sense. And that's why you do need to uncouple the results from the hours you spend delivering those results. But if you take it to the next level, you also need to make sure that you are really getting paid for the value that you deliver it. And my whole thing, you know, you asked me for my big tip and my big tip really is that you don't need to spend that much more effort to develop a high value offer than you do developing a low value offer. So if you're in mid-career, you should put in the little bit of extra effort to develop a higher value offer. You know, let's talk about that because, you know, developing on high value offers, you know, and also getting people out of the mindset where they're traditionally like, okay, I'm going to sell my, I'm going to sell my thing for $500. Like, no. Yeah. Don't do that. No. You know, stop that. No, sell it for 5,000. Sell it for 10,000. Watch, someone is going to buy it. Right. Exactly. Someone. Yeah. And, right. and what happens and what happens when you break out of that? I mean, really all it takes is that, is that first sale. It takes one it takes one sale to break that mindset, to break that limiting belief. And then once you have that, you're like, ah, okay, I sold this once for $5,000. Let me do that again. Let me do that 10 times, right? Exactly. And, and if I can do that 10 times, well, you know, or if I sell it too quickly at that price, maybe that's a sign that it's still too cheap. Right, exactly, right. Yeah, you know, that's that's great feedback when you see that people buy it and they don't think, I mean, this is why I'm actually going to be raising the price of my program because I talk to people on sales calls, I give them the price and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I need to raise the price because it, it you know, it should, should create at least a little bit of friction in people's minds or else it's not priced right. So that's a big part of what I work with, with the clients that are in my, my biggest program is we work on that mindset. We work on thinking through, you know, how much effort did it take you to get to this point in your career that you have this level of expertise and you really only need a handful of people to recognize the value and, and you're, you're set, you know, you don't have to play the volume game. You don't have to sell hundreds of something every month to make a decent living you can take really great care of a smaller number of people and make an amazing living online. You know, one of the interesting things I found out about running my digital marketing agency is that there was a direct inverse correlation between the amount that I charged and the pain in the ass factor. That, mm -hmm. Right. As and that was the lesson that I brought from my agency as well. Yeah. It's amazing. Isn't it? It's amazing because, you know, you, you, you sell something for, you know, like a thousand dollars a month. These people will be on your case all the time. When am I getting results? When am I doing this? When are you doing that? And then lo and behold, I go and I sell something, the exact same package for 5,000 a month. I don't hear from them. Mm -hmm. I just deliver the results. I give them a report at the end of the month and they're happy and they mm -hmm. stick around for years and they're like, oh my God, like, no, this is how you got to run it. And yes. what happens is that you know, learning how to take that effort and duplicate it so that you're only dealing with those types of customers or those types of clients is really, is really the secret sauce, right? So let's talk about that a little bit. How, how do you help people wa uh, walk through the process of creating a 
high ticket offer from the basis of maybe a lower ticket offer that they may already have. Right. So I have a program called the Offer Accelerator, just to you know give you the name and not be mysterious about it. It's called the Offer Accelerator. And the way this program is set up is in the first month after someone joins, they join in cohorts. So I bring in just a handful of people every month that I work closely with. And in that first month, we go from whatever idea they have in mind for an offer to a testable version of that offer within the first 30 days. And the way we do that is we start out by helping them to identify their current skills because again, I'm helping people who are in mid-career. So these are not newbies, they have skill sets, right? So they're, you know, like you are, they're good at audio, they're good at video, maybe they are great at uh, writing and they enjoy writing and so they can use that skill set. So that's one of the things that we do is to sort of identify like, what do you bring to the table that we can use to create your offer? Because I don't want anyone to think like, oh, I have to learn how to master this whole new thing so that I can make my offer. No, that is a great way to procrastinate, but not a great way to get an offer out and testing it. So we identify your skills. We identify your values, the personal values that you want to make sure show up in whatever offer you create. And by doing that, by combining those values and strengths, we can create an offer that is unlike anyone else's because Jeff's offer is not going to look like anyone else's offer because Jeff is different than everyone else, right? The other thing that we do is we do some market research, which I call market exploration because it's we do it in a way that's kind of fun, right? So we're just exploring the market to see what else is out there. And we're trying to figure out how your customers, your future customers are currently looking for solutions to the problem that you want to help them with. So what are, how are they solving that problem now? Who else might be providing a solution? So we kind of research your future competition to a certain extent, and we take all that information and put it into an offer that you can put out there right away. So it's, I don't know if you're familiar with the minimum viable product approach to things. It's basically paring down what you put out into the world so that it still delivers transformation, but maybe it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that you want to add to it eventually, right? But it still works. So that's what we aim to do, that at the end of that month, you have something. It might be as simple as something that you deliver over Zoom, and then you just give people the recordings. I mean, it, it can be very simple. The most important thing, though, is that it actually delivers transformation. It actually changes people's lives for the better in some way. So that's the big thing that we do is we get that out into the world within the first month so that then you can decide like, okay, that idea I had, did that work? Is that the, the direction I want to go or do I want to pursue something else? And once we hit on an offer that is working for you, that tests well, that's making you the kind of money you want to make, then we really work on marketing it and streamlining that process of marketing it so that you can kind of have it working in the background and, and semi-automated so that you have a process for getting it out in front of the people who need it. Does that make sense? It does. And you know what's interesting about uh, coming up with that MVP, the minimum viable product? I think that step is critically important because 
basically what you're doing is that, you know, like you're not starting with this grandiose, you know, thing. I'm going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at these people. You really want to start them. You really want to start out with what is the minimum amount of effort that I need to do in order to deliver that value, in order to create that outcome. And that's not saying that you're going cheap on anything. That's not saying that you're good, that you're going to not deliver, you know, excellence. What it is saying is that you're creating something that that is easy enough for people to understand that, ah, this is what I'm buying, right? And that clarity is, you know, that clarity is very important because a confused mind does not buy, right? If they're, if they're bouncing around too many data points trying to figure out, okay, am I going to get this? Am I going to get that? Am I going to get that? Am I going to get the other? That is going to create a lot of confusion and you really need to par that down, right? Yes, exactly. And the other thing that I find is that, you know, when you do have expertise, hard-earned expertise, which is what I like to call it, sometimes, you know, it's that curse of knowledge thing where sometimes you don't remember what it was like to not know what you know, and you don't remember what it was like to be a beginner in your topic. And so when you create like a minimum viable version of your offer and immediately, like the big thing that I tell people is you have to sell it. And you have to put it in front of people in a way that you are interacting with them live because you need to see where they get confused, what questions they're asking, what has not been resolved for them, what still has to be figured out. You need that feedback. So when you do it that way, it becomes a, it, you develop an offer and it's sort of led by your customer that you want to serve. And that way, you know for sure that it's going to work because real people have given you real feedback on the offer you put together. So that's why I really emphasize, like, just create a minimum viable version of it and get it in front of people as soon as possible. And we guide people so that they can do that work and, and make it happen. Talk to me a little bit about the marketing, uh, the marketing portion of this. So after you put together the MVP, you test it out in your, you know, with your audience in the marketplace and you see that you're getting good traction. Uh, how do you help your students figure out then, okay, what's the best way to put this out to the world in order to scale this up? Yeah. Well, you asked the question in the perfect way because I have been in the marketing space for 35 years. I started when I was two years old. No, I'm just kidding. I've been in the marketing space for 35 years though, really. And I don't have like something on back on my shelf that I take off and say, this is how to market your offer. I actually have like a cornucopia of options that they can choose from, right? So inside the program, I have email sequences that people can follow. I have ways that they can use social media to get their offer out, ways that they can do what you and I are doing right now, appear as a guest in front of other people's audiences. There are so many options and it's really about, and this is where I'm, I'm glad I only work with a few people because I really get to know their businesses and I get to know their audiences and I can make very targeted recommendations about at least what they should try. And again, we take everything as a test. So even the marketing is a test, right? We test a marketing technique. We see what results they get. I give people a place where they can track their, um, their results from any test they do. And that way they can make kind of data-driven decisions. And for people who really aren't used to doing that kind of tracking, I show them how to do it so that they can figure out how to really track the results they get. So 
my goal is always, it's a six month total program. And my goal is that people understand the method for putting together a high value offer so that they can do it again next year and the year after they can do it as many times as they want. They learn a set of skills that allow them to, it's like a repeatable process that they can use, not just now, but in the future as well. Amazing, amazing stuff. So when you help people through that, what uh, what have you seen as like some of the successes that your students have been able to produce? Like after they go through that entire program, they start with the MVP, you know, you help them market it, you help them track the results. Uh, uh, tell us about a, a win, you know, and how you were able to bring somebody from, you know, from step one all the way to step five and make it all work for them. Yeah, it's it, the wins all look different. I always struggle a little bit because People, I, I have a very diverse group of people that I help, which is why I kind of mentioned to you at the beginning, like it's not just coaches, it's really lots of different people. So one of the people that I have helped in this last year um, had sort of bought into that value ladder thing that you mentioned early on. And she, she had some slightly higher value offers, but the main thing that she was promoting on her website was a $17 offer. And she was a home organizer and she was promoting this $17 offer. And I'm thinking like, how are you ever going to make a living with a $17 offer, right? So she has now, I mean, she's come so far. She now has a $20,000 offer that teaches people how to become luxury home organizers. So it's not that different than what she was doing a year ago. She stayed in the program for a full year. It's not that different from what she was doing at the beginning, but she found a way to package it and position it so that she could attract fewer clients, but clients who wanted to learn at a much higher level and make really great money. And so they were willing to pay $20,000 for a program like hers. Amazing. Pamela, where can people find you online and how can they reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? The best place really is just, I have my, the homepage of my website set up so that it's got all the basic information and there is an assessment on that page and that might really help people to take the assessment very quickly. It just takes a few minutes and then discover kind of what they need to work on in their online business right now. So PamelaWilson.com. You can find the assessment there. If you are interested, if you're watching or listening and you're interested in my Offer Accelerator program, you can just go to OfferAccelerator.com and that redirects you to a page on my site where you can learn more about it. Great stuff. Pamela, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. I love nerding out on offers and, you know, all things marketing. So this has been great. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much. It's been a ton of fun. I really appreciate the opportunity, Jeff. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. 
The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.